Welcome to the Good Steward Podcast, the podcast for Christians in Canada who desire to be good stewards of that which God has entrusted to them. Join us as we discuss topics and answer questions through the lens of Scripture, always keeping in mind our treasure is not of things below, but lies in store for us in heaven. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Good Steward Podcast. Greetings and welcome to this episode of the Good Steward Podcast. I'm your host, Brian Hilt. Today is an unscheduled episode. I'm recording it and releasing it the same day. And the purpose is to provide some insight into the current epidemic or pandemic, I guess I should refer to it as, the coronavirus. And to do so looking through the lens of Scripture at the intersection of faith and finance with the goal of providing, hopefully, some good reminders, a sense of peace and calm in the midst of the storm. And if I can do that in even a little way, then I this podcast episode has been time well spent. Regardless, it I guess it's time well spent for me because it's always helpful to research this and to try to put it in a way which communicates it well. So with that as an introduction, I'll get into the content for today. I'd like to start by looking at the coronavirus through the lens of the sovereignty of God. We confess that God is sovereign in control of all things. That all things certainly includes this virus. A passage that comes to mind is Isaiah 46 verses 8 through 11. Isaiah 46, verses 8 through 11. There we read, Remember this, and show yourselves, men. Bring it again to mind, O ye transgressors. Remember the former things of old, for I am God, and there is none else. I am God, and there is none like me. Declaring the end from the beginning, and from ancient times the things that are not yet done, saying, My counsel shall stand. And I will do all my pleasure, calling a ravenous bird from the east, the man that executeth my counsel from a far country. Yea, I have spoken it. I will also bring it to pass. I have purposed it. I will also do it. This passage is one of many which could be referred to. Another one that comes to mind is the passages in Job where There's a lot of rhetorical questions that are answered. Were you there when I formed the treasuries of the snow? Were you there? Were you there? And the answer, of course, is no, that we were not there. That God, in his power, has formed all things, created all things, sustains all things, and providentially controls all things. So, I think this passage really is of great comfort For nothing happens by chance, but all happens according to God's counsel, who declares the end from the beginning, the things that are not yet done, saying, My counsel shall stand, and I will do all my pleasure. And this is really what we pray when we pray the Lord's Prayer. We pray, Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. This too is God's will, that he has sent this pandemic into the world. We don't know the mind of God. We'll touch on that here in a sec. But we rest assured that God, who has created all things, 
who sustains all things, who controls all things, controls this as well. That is of great comfort to us as Christians. God's way is perfect. We read this in a couple passages in Scripture in particular, uh, but I turn just to one, Psalm 18, and look for the exact reference here, uh, verse 30. As for God, his way is perfect. The word of the Lord is tried. He is a buckler to all those that trust in him. God's way is perfect. God, who is sovereign, who controls all things, he provides this comfort. His way is perfect. He is a buckler to all those that trust in him. That's our response. During these times, we ought to trust in him, for he is our buckler. This as well comes from knowing that all things work together for the good of his people. This is found in Romans 8, verse 28. Romans 8, verse 28. And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are the called according to his purpose. The all things there certainly does not exempt the coronavirus, but includes all things, that all things do indeed work together for the good of God's people. This is not something which happens by chance, something which is outside of the realm of control of our God, but it is something which God controls, which God sends, and which works according to his plan and his eternal counsel. And we find comfort in that. Another passage which comes to mind is Matthew chapter 6. Matthew chapter 6, looking at especially verses 26 through 34. Matthew 26, or excuse me, Matthew 6, Matthew 6, excuse me, Matthew 6, verses 26 through 34. Here we read, Behold the fowls of the air, for they sow not, neither do they reap, nor gather into barns, yet your heavenly Father feedeth them. Are ye not much better than they? Which of you by taking thought can add one cubit to his stature? And why take ye thought for raiment? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They toil not, neither do they spin. And yet I say unto you that even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. Wherefore, if God so clothed the grass of the field, which today is and tomorrow is cast into the oven, shall he not much more clothe you, O ye of little faith? Therefore take no thought, saying, What shall we eat? Or what shall we drink? Or wherewithal shall we be clothed? For after all these things do the Gentiles seek. For your heavenly Father knoweth that ye have need of all these things. But seek ye first the kingdom of God, and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Take therefore no thought for the morrow, for the morrow shall take thought for the things of itself. Sufficient unto the day is the evil thereof. This passage as well provides incredible comfort to us as believers during the times in which we live. For we see here that the birds of the air, the lilies of the field, the fowls, 
They don't reap, gather, gather into barns, and yet the Heavenly Father feeds them. And are not we much better than they? Thus we have that comfort as well of knowing that God cares for his people. And that in even a time such as this, when you may be facing a loss of a job, a closing of your business possibly, financial hardship, maybe sickness, maybe loss of life even, that we have this comfort. We know that God is sovereign. God's way is perfect. All things work together for the good of his people. The question may come to mind, why? Why would God send pestilence like this? And I don't claim to, nor will I ever hold out as being a theologian regarding the end of times. I think that there's some sermons which I have listened to recently, which uh, are a spectacular exegesis of scripture and applied to this present day. And I'll link to some of those in the show notes. I look at this and really stand in awe before the face of God who shows his power and might so that even this virus, which is an invisible thing to the naked eye, which is something which is so, so small, can bring the whole world, the economies of the world all to a grinding halt can cause the stock markets to plunge, can cause people to panic, to fear, to hide out in their homes. And I'm not there saying that it's in any way wrong for people to socially distance or to quarantine or anything like that. I'm not taking any digs at that. I'm simply pointing out the power of God that he created this, which something which is so small and so unseen to our naked eyes, and yet which causes the world to quiver and to hide and to seek and seek and seek for a cure, to throw millions and millions and billions of dollars at seeking a cure. He's the great physician, and rather than look to him, they look to themselves and to their own wisdom. And for us as Christians, although we use the means of medicine which God has given We don't look to that medicine. We look to God. We look to the one who is the great physician. And we beseech him. And we come before him. And we we have that peace which can come only from him. I look at the scriptures and the signs of the times which are given. One passage which comes to mind is Luke 21. Verse 11, Luke 21, verse 11, and here, when talking about the last days, we read, then he said unto them, going back to verse 10 here, then he said unto them, nation shall rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom, and great earthquakes shall be in diverse places, and famines and pestilences and fearful sights, and great signs shall there be from heaven. This is no prediction of a specific day, nor time, nor anything to that extent of when Christ will come again. Simply bringing this up and showing that this is a sign of the times. It's a sign of Christ's coming, whether that be 
in X number of years or Y number of years, the earth groans. And this is a sign, this pestilence upon the world is a reminder to the Christian that our Lord Jesus Christ comes again. We know not the day nor the hour when the Son of Man comes, but we know that he comes, that he comes on the clouds of glory, and that at that appointed time when he comes again, he will take his people to be with him in glory. And in that we find comfort and we find hope. So as we see the pestilence which plagues the world, keep that in mind as well, that our Lord Jesus Christ comes and comes quickly to judge the quick and the dead. And speaking about the why, there is a passage, Romans 11, verse 34, which jumps out to me. Romans 11, verse 34. For who hath known the mind of the Lord, or who hath been his counselor, or who hath first given to him, and it shall be recompensed unto him again? For of him and through him and to him are all things, to whom be glory forever. Amen. Who can know the mind of God? Certainly not me. We don't know the mind of God. We don't know all of the reasons why this has been brought upon the world. But we know that for of him and through him and to him are all things to whom be glory forever. Amen. So what are some takeaways that we can take away from this? I've talked a little bit about God being sovereign his way is perfect, that all things work together for the good of his people, and some why. Basically there that we don't know the mind of God. We trust that all things work together for good. And we see in this the signs of the times and of his coming again. And now what lessons do we have? One of the first that comes to mind is right at the heart of the intersection of faith and finance. And that is a lesson which we see in Job. In Job, we all know the story of Job, how Job had incredible wealth and that was taken away from him. And yet, despite that being taken, Job confessed that naked came I out of my mother's womb and naked do I return thither. The Lord giveth and the Lord taketh away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. And that is a good confession to be reminded of during these times. God owns everything. We've talked about that in previous episodes. We are stewards of that which still belongs to God. God has not given up his ownership. He retains that. And we are simply stewards. And so when we have, just take the example of investments, when we have invested and we have done our utmost to invest in a way which is in harmony with the word of God as good stewards of that which is his and the Lord reaches out with his hand he strikes from that investment account balance a certain percentage a certain amount almost seemingly within a matter of days even overnight we need to step back and we need to look and we need to confess the Lord giveth the Lord taketh away Blessed be the name of the Lord. We sometimes very easily fall into the 
uh, issue of holding on to money and possessions tightly with a closed fist. And this is a good reminder to us as Christians. It all belongs to God. And he has that right to give, and he also has that right to take away. All right, another lesson, I think. This is a time when many of us are unable to gather with saints with and worship and corporate worship on Sunday. And at least I think this is an opportunity to step back and to look at that and to be so incredibly grateful for the gift of worship, for being able to gather and worship with other saints from Lord's Day to Lord's Day. That is something which I think is so easily taken for granted. When I say that, I think of myself. It's easy to take it for granted that from Lord's Day to Lord's Day, we're able to gather in God's house and hear faithful preaching of the gospel. And now, as for a time we are unable to gather corporately, it's a time to really reflect and be grateful for the great gift that we have of being able to do that and do so freely from Lord's Day to Lord's Day. It's a time when we be compassionate. And I say that knowing that there will be those likely who know those who are sick as a result of this virus, maybe who have lost lives, and there will certainly be those who are in need, are in need financially, are in need for a variety of things. This is a time when the deacons may stand in need of additional funds to support all of their work, all of their work within the congregation in distributing the mercies of Christ. So that as well is a takeaway that for those who have been given much, much is expected and to give freely, joyfully for the work of the diaconate so that they can distribute to those who have need. I think that we're bumping up on about 20 minutes now. That's enough. I hope that this has been helpful. A few takeaways, I guess, the things that I would say, remember this. God is sovereign. He controls it all. His way is perfect. All things, even this, work together for the good of his people. That in this we see a sign of his coming again. That we find comfort. That we find peace in knowing that as certainly as he cares for the birds of the air, he cares for his people. That God owns it all. The Lord giveth and the Lord can take away. And our confession is, blessed be the name of the Lord. One last thing, and this in connection to the signs of the time. We know not the day nor the hour, but we know he comes. And so I think this is appropriate as well, that as we look and we see this pestilence, which is spread throughout the earth, that we confess, that we pray, come Lord Jesus, come quickly. That's this episode of the Good Steward Podcast. 
I hope that this has been helpful, it, that it provides, that it's uh, simply a means or a, ver- a very weak means at that, but one which can be used to provide some comfort in the times in which we face. If you have questions, and I open that up very broadly in this episode, if you have questions or you simply need some reassurance, then feel free to contact us. You can reach us at hello at faithandfinance.ca, repeating hello at faithandfinance.ca, and somebody can reach out to you and discuss your questions and such with you, and uh, hopefully that can be a resource during these weeks and months to come. Once again, thank you for listening to this episode of the Good Steward Podcast. We'll see you next time. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Good Steward Podcast. If you have a question you would like to have answered on the show, please email it to us at question at goodstewardpodcast.ca. Once again, that's question at goodstewardpodcast.ca. If you find the show edifying and informative, please take a minute to subscribe via your favorite podcast app. As well, please rate the show. This helps the show be found easier. Until next time, we wish you all the best.